Welcome back to Nerdful Phone Podcast, where it's always time to get nerdified. Hi, nerds and nerdettes. Stay tuned. New episode is next. Hey, guys and girls, nerds and nerdettes. Thank you for tuning in to Nerd with a Phone Podcast. And tonight we are going to get nerdified about the Amityville Horror. But first, some context. Alright, nerds and nerdettes, welcome to Nerd with a Phone Podcast. In tonight's episode, we are going to talk about the Amityville Horror. One of my all-time favorite horror movies. Um, and the inspiration for making this episode now is a bit of a sad one, which we'll get into in just a moment. If you've listened to Nerd with a Phone podcast for a while, you know I have sometimes co-host on here by the name of Dreadful Rock 574 aka John. And, um, yeah, you know, um, he was pretty much inspiration for me to start this pop culture podcast in the first place. Um, <laughs> we no longer are roommates, but um, I can continue on, and I do mention him, um, because without his inspiration, I would not be making this podcast. And um, one of the favorite things to talk about is anything horror-related, Um when John's on the program and again, one of my favorite movies of the horror genre is the Amityville horror. Um, but, uh, the reason that we are making this episode tonight, the reason I'm making this episode, um, is unfortunately John's cousin, uh, the person responsible for his fandom of horror movies has passed on, shuffled off the, human facade as it were and uh it's a very sad time and coinciding with this piece of information that happened this week um i've also uh recently uh along with uh family um and medical staff have uh, came to the conclusion that my father um, is going to have to be in a nursing home for foreseeably the rest of his life uh, due to some things that went down recently with his back and old injury repropped up. And um, for his safety, it's probably best, it is best, that uh, he be in a long-term care facility with professionals. So, needless to say, the confluence that is these two things, these two events happening simultaneously to the two most frequent guests on this program has me a bit shook. Okay, so there's why I'm doing the review. But why... Why Amityville Horror? Well, the answer is pretty simple. The Amityville Horror was the very first horror film um, that wasn't of the Frankenstein, you know, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein um, 
that I ever saw. Um, and it was at the behest and recommendation of my father. Um, <laughs> this was back in the 80s. And, um, you know, you had to, uh, at least we did, because uh, the VCR was very expensive. So most, or not most, but a lot of us poorer folk would go ahead and rent a VCR and the movies at the same time for the weekend. Okay, and I was wanting to see a horror film and everything. And uh, the movie that I had actually wanted to see was Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, in order to gauge whether or not I would be able to handle that, my father, who had an interest in the Amityville Horror, for some reason unbeknownst to me to this day, um, said, okay, fine, we're going to rent this and we're going to watch it together. And if you can watch this with me and not be upset by it too extremely, uh, we will go ahead and rent your Freddy movie. And longtime listeners with astute um, capabilities of remembering things will note that in my Nightmare on Elm Street review, I revealed that I didn't get to see Nightmare on Elm Street until I saw it over the next summer <laughs> at my cousin's house here in Indiana. So, yeah, <clears throat> the Amityville Horror scared the living daylights out of me. But in a good way. All right. And now, for your listening pleasure, and so I can stop talking for a little bit, we are going to play the classic trailer to the original Amityville Horror. Next. Waiting for it. <laughs> it's creamy. It's dreamy. It starts with a lot of, lot of cream. Add a lot of cream. Yes. It's the kind of house they don't build anymore. A relic of a time when the world wasn't in such a hurry, when there was still time for a little charm and elegance. It has stood empty for a long while, and at the price, it is a bargain. For a growing young family, it is almost too good to be true. What do you think? I love it. James Brolin, Margot Kidder, Rod Steiger, in the Amityville Horror. God's peace in this house.
28 days after the Lutz family moved into their dream house. They were running for their lives. What happened to them is an experience in terror you will never forget. And you will believe in the Amityville horror. From the best-selling book that made millions believe in the unbelievable, the Amityville horror. Okay, and for clarity, the little bit at the beginning there, before the trailer played, um, was for an advertisement for some kind of ice cream. I could not pronounce the name, therefore I didn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll try to have a link in the doobly-doo so you can go get that ice cream if you want. <coughs> anyway, but you know, get out! I mean, yeah, that was the moment in the film uh, that ruined my chance to get um, to see Nightmare on Elm Street sooner. And as I understand it, um, everybody's favorite Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, uh, recently had a remake. Uh, and he starred in a remake of the Amityville Horror Um and it seems to be well received everywhere on the internet, but um, I I I have no interest in seeing that. Um, <laughs> you're never going to beat James Brolin. It just <laughs> it's never going to happen. So as far as I'm concerned, the Amityville Horror gets a ten out of ten in terms of the original movie. Um, no remake will ever do it justice. But um, in doing my research for this episode, the true story of the home is way weirder and perhaps scarier than anything put to film or book. So as far as I'm concerned, the Amityville Horror gets a 10 out of 10 in terms of the original movie. Um, no remake will ever do it justice. But um, in doing my research for this episode, the true story of the home is way weirder and perhaps scarier than anything put to film or book. Okay, and before we get into the article here, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my most recent Twitter follower, Nerdware the Phone 1 on Twitter. That's where you can stay in the know for all things about the show. And it's one Miss Liz, oh my goodness, one Miss Liz Reader, at LizReader51 on Twitter, an award-winning author, nature lover, inspired by the Ozarks. All right, she lives in Pulaski County, Missouri, and the link is LizReaderBooks.com. And she joined Twitter back in 2016. Hey, thank you so very much. Thanks for the follow. Liz Reader, thank you. So the following information is uh, being sourced from the NewYorkPost.com in a story by Tamara LePen posted 
to NewYorkPost.com on March 16, 2021 at 10.22 a.m. Again, the title of the story, The Real Story Behind the Infamous Amityville Horror House. All right. It's been more than 45 years since George and Kathy Lutz fled their house in Amityville, Long Island, claiming it was haunted by evil spirits. The couple's terrifying tale of demonic possession inspired the 1977 book The Amityville Horror and also a hit movie in 1979 of the same name and several sequels, including a 2005 remake starring Ryan Reynolds. Though their story is now widely thought of as a hoax, the Lutz's so-called horror house continues to fascinate the public. The three-story Colonial, its original address was 112 Ocean Avenue, but was changed to 108 to deter tourists, was the site of a brutal slaughter. Ronald D. Fold Jr., then 23, gunned down his parents and four siblings there on November 13, 1974. The notorious killer died behind bars on March 12 of this year at age 69. In December of 1975, a month after Defoe was convicted of the murders, the Lutz couple and their three young kids moved into the house which they had reportedly snatched up for 80,000. The day they moved in, the day they moved, the couple had a priest bless the house. But George claimed the holy man felt an unseen hand slap him in the sewing room and heard a voice say, get out. Soon after, the couple said they began noticing odd things around the house, such as doors being ripped from the hinges, cabinets slamming shut, and slime oozing from the ceilings. There were odors in the house that came and went, George told ABC News back in 2006. There were sounds. The front door would slam shut in the middle of the night. I couldn't get warm in the house for many days. He claimed that he would mysteriously wake up at 3.15 a.m. nearly every day. Around the same time, the default murders were believed to have happened. At times, his wife was physically transformed into an old woman and once levitated. George said one night he heard his children's bed slamming up and down on the floor but claimed he couldn't do anything because an invisible force was paralyzing him. The family moved out after 28 days, reportedly leaving their possessions behind, including their clothes in the closets and food in the fridge. After two months, a local TV crew did a segment on the house, bringing in a so-called ghost hunter and paranormal experts to evaluate the couple's claims. It was like a psychotic and psychic slumber party, reporter Laura Dido recalled to ABC News. The team took several photos inside, including a now infamous image apparently showing a ghost boy peering out one of the bedrooms. Yeah, I remember this. All right. So basically, it's one of those. It's one of those. You can read the rest of your story here on NewYorkPost.com. Follow Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter. Follow Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter. 
and you'll have a link there in one of my tweets to this article. <clears throat> but the Adamyville horror um, is an indelible mark in pop culture and in just culture of America. And it, <laughs> what else is there to say? Okay, and that's just about going to wrap up this episode of Nerd with a Phone podcast for today. For Dreadful Rock 574, I've been your host, Charles, Nerd with a Phone 1 on Twitter and Instagram. And you, well, you, of course, have been you. We will catch you next time here on Nerd with a Phone podcast. Also, here at the end, again, big condolences to John and his family. And the struggle that I'm sure everybody is going through in that family right now. Um, If you happen to be friends with John on social media, tell him I sent you. It's, uh, I'm sure all the support will be welcome at this time. All right. Until next time, remember, get notified means get happy. And right now, everybody could use that. Peace. Welcome back to Nerd with a Phone Podcast, where it is always time to get nerdified. I'm your host, Charles. How you doing today? And today, we're going to have a little bit of a rant episode coming your way. Man, got a lot to talk about next. Okay, and that's just about going to wrap up this episode of Nerd with a Phone Podcast for today. For Dreadful Rock 574, I've been your host, Charles Nervophone 1 on Twitter and Instagram. And you, well, you of course have been you. We will catch you next time here on Nervophone Podcast. Also, here at the end, again, big condolences to John and his family and the struggle that I'm sure everybody is going through in that family right now. Um, If you happen to be friends with John on social media, tell him I sent you. It's, uh, I'm sure all the support will be welcome at this time. All right. Until next time, remember, get notified means get happy. And right now, everybody could use that. Peace. Peace.